morning, church. I'm thankful to be an American. I, uh, we're going to see in the passage today in Ephesians chapter 3 that Paul said he bows his knee before the Father, but I stand in honor of the flag. Why don't you stand with me? We want to thank those who have uh, gone before us, those who have given their lives. Some of you have had loved ones that died while they were serving our country. Uh, some of you are, have loved ones now that are serving our country. Some of you are uh, involved in the military. Who do we have here that's in service or has a loved one or a spouse, someone in service? Those of you that have served, we thank you so very, very much. Appreciate what you're doing. Let's, uh, let's pray God's blessings on America. Lord, we pray for our leaders. We pray for the times that we're in, Lord. We know they're tumultuous, chaotic, confusing times. But Lord, we know that, that you're God and you have blessed this country in many, many ways. We thank you for our religious freedom, the fact that we can come and stand today and worship the Lord and sing. We thank you for a country that values that, uh, that right, that privilege. And Lord, we, we thank you for those who are serving, who have served in the military in every branch, those who have given their lives, uh, that we could stand here free today and without fear of persecution or being arrested. And so we do stand for our flag. We stand for our country. We thank you for those who are serving that have served. We'll thank you in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you and be seated. Ephesians chapter 3. Uh, I'm going to read verses 14 through 21 in a moment. Uh, Thomas Friedman is an author that I have uh, come to appreciate over the years. He is a columnist for the New York Times. And he, he says, we are in an age of interruption. He says it's the malady of modernity. We've gone from the Iron Age to the Industrial Age to the Information Age to the Age of Interruption. It has been aptly labeled Continuous Partial Attention Disorder. Continuous Partial Attention is when you, let me just say me, when you're on a computer or on your iPhone watching a golf match, and trying to listen to your wife. Continual partial attention. Some of you, it's an iPad. Some of you, you're trying to listen to kids. You're trying to do work. We are trying to multitask our way through life. Devoting only partial attention to each person or task that we encounter, including sometimes our devotion to the Lord. Is it possible in our age of connectivity that we are too connected? We are always on and never off. Most of us are always available. If we don't have our phone on us, we don't feel like we're dressed. 
And if it isn't turned on, if it hasn't, if the ringer or the buzzer isn't working, we're, we feel like we're, not, we're missing something. Are we always on and never unavailable to the distractions and the demands of life? Thus, we have little time for reflection and prayer, precious little time to refocus our lives around what really matters. So today, in the midst of a busy time or rebooting our lives after the pandemic and, and certainly getting ready to welcome and meet and welcome a new pastor and his family, I want all of us, and this has been true of me this week as much as I could, just to take a deep breath and take a few moments in this time of worship to think about God, to think about God. That's what Paul is doing in this first, the first three chapters of the book of Ephesians. Ephesians is laid out in what we call theological, the first three chapters, who God is and what He's done for us. The last three chapters are practical, how, what that means, what the walk means, how to walk with the Lord. And there's a segue from chapter 3 to chapter 4 that talks about how we are to walk. But this morning we want to think about who God is, and we want Paul to be our teacher. He wrote the book of Ephesians. It's, let, it's obviously entitled to the Christians in Ephesus, but it was a cyclical letter, meaning that it was to be read in all the churches in Asia Minor and beyond, including us uh, today. So I'm going to read uh, verses 14 through uh, 21 of Ephesians chapter 3. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth is named. I pray that He may grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner man, and that the Messiah may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints What is the length and width, height and depth of God's love? And to know the Messiah's love that surpasses knowledge so you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to Him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in you. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever Amen. For this reason, he says. So you look back, it's whenever Paul uses that phrase or a writer says, therefore. um, So what reason? He's talking about the the, the reason.